This is the outer rim job. job episode 11 uh on today's episode we are going to go to the glory hole and there we are going to talk about uh there was there's no more ambiguity anymore with the ssd we know everything that happens with it with the uh playthrough that ffg did we're just going to touch on it because really there's not a ton to talk about clone wars is coming to armada that was some pretty huge news and there's a couple new ships on the horizon that are going to be not in the Clone Wars, pre-Clone Wars, because Clone Wars isn't going to come out until, like, next year. If they, they set it the earliest next year. Uh, and then we're going to go to How My Rib Taste. There, um, we locally had a 600-point tournament. Uh, Matt Pride went to that one. He's going to talk about it. The rest of us did not. And the second part of that, we're going to talk about Armada fatigue slash burnout which most of us have experienced since Septicon. Uh, we'll touch on that. And then we're going to go to Current Hold with Abbott and in there we're going to talk about a shitload of stuff. This episode, there's not a ton of Armada content. This is going to be more of a, like a general board game, the shit we're doing otherwise uh, podcast. Um, so, you know, stick around for the Armada stuff. If, and if you want to stick around further, you probably should because it's going to be the majority of the episode. Uh, and today we got myself, this is Bill, Alpha Matt, Matt, and Dave. Alright, on with the episode. The Emperor's made a critical error and the time for our attack has come. I'm gonna blow my load at the glory hole, blow my load at the glory hole, blow my load at the glory hole. <laughs> Alright, hey, welcome into the glory hole. Uh, and first thing I want to touch on real quick is the SSD reveal. How um, we know everything it does. Like uh, I think the things that were left over that we didn't know how you deploy it. Well, a, rear, yeah. a portion of the base has to touch the your board edge. Um, in maneuvers from the front of the rear tray, and it's it's just two large trays yeah. with space in between the two large trays. And you can't overlap the maneuver tool at all, so you can't put it under the double template. The no shimmy arches over it. Yeah, you can't do the yeah. shimmy. Yep, nothing. Right. Yeah. There's no just G. straight up turns, basically. Turns yep. and straight. Yeah. That's it. And it only has the one click. So it has no click. No, no click. I'm sorry. No, one click when you navigate. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> if you navigate, you get a click. Or if you have Jerjerod, you can get up to three. I almost feel yeah. like Jerjerod is like if you don't have Jerjerod, you have to just nab every turn. I think he's gonna be real good on it. <sighs> I think he's gonna be amazing. On it. He'll be very good. I think Sloan will be better. Yeah. But. Um, like you do it in Alpha Strike with Sloan. Well, you guys tried that in uh, Vassal, didn't you? Yeah, we did do it in Vassal with so, Palpatine on your ship, and that was nasty. So that was pretty <laughs> nasty. But you, but you had the the <laughs> issue with not with, with that I'm talking about, where you ran on a debris field. Yeah, well, it was the first time I ever ran one. Sure. So like it's. I think you nab turn one, and then after that, you're doing all squads or engineering or you something. Just, assume like, you're not just set your course and just, and just ride with it. <laughs> and that's <laughs> probably the answer, which is saying we'll just get on the table more and really. And honestly, I did sit on a fucking debris field for five of the six turns and bled a ton of shields, but I still won. You did still win. <laughs> so you have a lot of shields to bleed. You got a lot of yeah. shields to bleed, but this thing will go down. It is not oh, yeah. invincible. Oh, yeah. yeah, especially if you're using Sloan because you're using squadron commands too, so you're yeah. not getting the repairs up or, or anything else. So I, I guess that's a downside using Sloan. She's not going to be a real end all in this. No. no. But, you know, the fighters hopefully are protecting you from a lot of that stuff, right? So 
Or you just what you do is you just kill the kill them faster than they can bring you down. Right. And you get that big <laughs> and you can do that. it. Like you can do it pretty yeah. fast. Yeah, when you you put a, like an expanded hangar bay on there, yeah. and you get you're activating what, seven squadrons, I think? Because it's got six, you get the free token. It's seven. Is there a way to get to eight? I think it has fuck, we don't even remember. I don't think so. Is it natively have a squad five or six? I think it's got five. But it's Five. I think it's five. Okay. And then expanded hangar bay. And then you always get a token with the command because that's right. what the SSD is. Like and then expanded seven. Yeah, I think it was seven. Yeah, yeah. but that's a lot. I that's mean, yeah. you know, that's that's two more than anything. Well, one more than anything. The, the non I mean? the non legal ones might be higher. That's probably, mm-hmm. that's probably what it is. Yeah, and they're legal now in that they came out with the well, talking about how that you can play six hundred, eight hundred point games. That's what those are for. I think that's where the SSD is going to be a lot more fun to play. I feel like in a four hundred point list, it's just like. That's all you get. It is all you get. And we're yeah, pretty much. Points. And then there's also more targets. I think that's another key to it, too. Yeah. It's very easy to just, like, well, not very easy, but it's probably not that difficult to just get yourself in one of those arcs. So they're only shooting It's once. very likely the only thing to shoot at, too. So. Right. And then you're, you know, it's easy to double arc because it's so big and you know where it's going to be. Yeah, yeah running, so, a, running an SSD in a 400-point tournament list is definitely going to put you at high risk of being tabled. Yeah, like if you go sure. up against like a two ISD list, I think you're done. Like, I don't think you have any chance. Mm, I bet the slow list Iran can take The slow list, maybe. You, you, don't, you get a lot of fighters in the two. Yes, in that situation, I agree. But if you don't have Sloan, I think you're in trouble. Yeah, possibly. Well, like you can still fit a lot of fighters in with an SSD, right? You can fit, you fit full fighters in your list, right? I had like 12, oh, easily. Yeah, I had 12 plus or something. Yeah, yeah, but you had like over 100 points fighters. Yeah, oh, no yeah. problem. So you, there, there is room for that then, so. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's the SSD. There's really not much to touch on because yeah. we don't. That's it. And we don't have it yet. Just need to see it on the table some more, I think. I just, I just want the damn model. It's so awesome. They did address it uh, when they talked to the Depticon. I don't know if we talked about a Depticon episode, but they said it's because of so many small parts and the little Asian children could only put together these things so quickly. Yeah. That's yeah. their... Uh, that's that was the delay. They actually finally addressed what the delay and like, was. like trying that's to totally reasonable. Yeah, and it's fine. They, like, they would have just they should have just told us that from the beginning. Like, hey man, there's a you know we mis you know misestimated how long it's going to take to assemble. Right. Yeah, and I think they had the same problem with the Raider and X-wing. Oh yeah, it's not too surprising, I guess. Makes sense. Well, you're yeah. a model that size. It's got to be a bunch of little pieces. They still fuck the timetable. Like this oh, thing yeah. was supposed to drop like <laughs> two years ago. Yeah, it does look awesome. Though. I think it was supposed to come out. Is really what I think. I think it was supposed to release there. I think it was supposed to release last summer. Yeah, I think it was supposed to come out before that. You Way know? before yeah. that. Because they had the first tease of it two Gen Cons ago. Oh, that was two Gen Cons ago. Yeah, it was, it was forever ago, man. Yeah. I'm thinking that was last year's Gen Con. Maybe oh, it was supposed to release at Gen Con last year. So yeah, it was probably, yeah. That's probably when it was supposed to come out. <laughs> Either way, and then they moved to Asmo Day, so Asmo D. Yeah, and then, yeah, whatever. Just things happen. Anyhow, all right, so next big thing is Clone Wars is coming to Armada. That's kind of huge. Yeah, yeah that's going to be two new exciting. factions at the very least. Um, tons of new ships and squads. I'm not super familiar with Clone Wars. I kind of have to get super familiar yeah, with Clone I mean, Wars. I, I, I am. Um, and me and Matt were talking about this before. Me and Matt Prime, I should say. We're talking about this before uh, you guys got here. You know, just some options for the, some of the fighters and, and what they were going to be. And, you know, we can wildly speculate. I guess this is the time to do that. Um, I'll give you a layman's thing, and then you can expand on it. What I know of Clone Wars is I watched some of the series, so there's going to be the 
the buzzard drone fighters? Is that what they're called? Or no, vulture missiles. The vulture droids. The vulture droids. Vulture droids are probably going to be the main thing that comes out with the. What is their main? What is their main battleship thing? Well, I'm not sure what they're going to use as the main battleship thing. The the Luker Hulk is the droid command ship from like episode one, but that thing's way too big to be a large base ship. That's probably going to be a super star destroyer size. I doubt it. Well, not not quite that big, but it's going to be the the huge ship type. Probably. You think so? Yeah. See, I'm thinking it'll just be a so large. Lot. I remember I know it is, but they're probably just going to scale it down. <laughs> they could. I watched the Clone Wars show. Like they have like regular yeah. ships. Yeah, yeah, they also have the like, like they look like Star Destroyer. They look yeah. they look yeah. the same size as like a Venator or something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's like the it's like a long kind of dick looking ship. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Going from the beginning of episode three. Right. I yeah. think it's called the Providence class. That sounds right. And that'll probably be a large base. And I'm thinking that way they may do like the separatists or the broadsiders. Yeah. And then so. the Republic will be the front shooters. And the Republic has started. That's natural. In, yeah. In the, in the Clone Wars show, in, in the first season, there's that ship with the huge, like, super weapon that shoots out the side. Yeah. I can't remember what that's. Oh, I remember that episode. Yeah. 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 Anyways, so that would pro- in the core set, it's probably going to be these vulture droids and uh, their large base. See, I bet it's not going to be a large base. I doubt there'll be a large base in the core set. I bet it'll be... Are like, you thinking they're going to follow the same formula they did with the Armada Corps? Similar. Probably. I kind of hope they don't do that. I do too, but well, I don't really care either way. I, bet I really the, hope they do. I bet the Republic gets an Acclimator class star destroyer, yes. which is the smaller one that was in Episode 2. Yep. Um, they're in Episode 3 also, but... Um, it looks yeah. it's a star destroyer, but it does, it's not the Venator. Looks like a small Venator. Yeah, it does. It's a small like Venator, and it has yeah. no paint. Architons was in the Clone Wars. Right? Yeah, yes, so it was. Yeah, so that might be in there. Yeah. Um, I bet there's a you know an Acclimator and then some Arc 170s for the Republic. I know yeah. the Arc 170 is their main fighter. Right? Yeah. There could be hammerheads. There could be CR 90s. I think. Yeah, they only had one. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, I mean, the Tana Floor, right? So, so there's yeah. definitely some crossover potential with ships that are already yeah. in. But I know that th- in that universe, there are more ships there than there is in the Galactic Civil War. Right? Yeah, yeah, well, because of the TV shows. A lot of lot. Yeah. yeah. So, and then in this one, it'll be, too, like a lot more like uh, like Jedi-type stuff, too. You're going to yeah. definitely see that. That's one of the things we were talking about. Like, I was thinking, I was kind of brainstorming cool ideas and things I thought would be cool. Uh-huh. Like, like one, the first thing I was thinking is it'd be cool to have, like, a, a generic starfighter that had a defense token. And that's the Jedi. Yeah, they don't have the Force. They did some cool stuff with mechanics with the Jedi and X. They did. So I kind of wonder if maybe they'll port that over to Armada. Not, yeah. not, obviously not the same system, but something to represent the heightened amount of Force users mm-hmm. that are going to be in the game. The other thing I was thinking that would be really cool is if there's a if there's only uniques for the Jedi Starfighters. Like, there's maybe a bunch of them, but there's no non-unique pilots. I thought that would be kind of cool. Okay. And just, just yeah. to be different, you yeah. know. And I can see that. They're all, you know, they're all really good and elite, but, you know, they're all pricey. Do we yeah. think there'll be any sort of reboot of the game? No. I No, no. I don't. And there's, there's no reason to. No, there's no reason to. It's, I don't think so it's fine. But, you know, we'll have new factions that'll do... You know, there'll probably be some new keywords and stuff that'll come out. Oh, for sure. Okay. You know, and uh, obviously... I'm sure we'll see new tokens, all sorts of new things, but the, the yeah. core, the bones of the game... I don't itself. think anything will be, like, retconned. Yeah, we may even get enough that's kind of like a soft reboot. There may be some small rule changes as part of it, this but no could more be, than would be part of an FAQ. One thing I wouldn't hate, and I but I don't necessarily think it needs, this could be the thing where... Um, they go to where X-Wing, like, it's every, all online, like, your cards don't have a point... Yeah, uh, like they could switch it on the fly. They could. I don't see them doing that though. 
I mean, if they, they might, it could be pretty easy for them to do it, especially since they did it with Exeter. I mean, they know how to do it. If they were going to do it, this would be the point, but I don't Yeah, this would be the spot. To it would, I don't really see them doing that, though, either. I don't either. There's no need for it. I mean, yeah, because, you know, they're not going to... You know, the X-Wing was in, a, was in a really bad place, what I understand. Yeah, definitely. And Armada's not there. So close, you know. No, it's not close. There's some things. There are some things in Armada that need point adjustments, but not to the point where you need to reboot the whole game. No, and there is a healthy mix of upgrades in the game right now. Like there's different stuff. You don't see the same upgrades dominating tournaments or the same ships or anything. And there's a lot more coming with that campaign. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like you know, there's a lot of garbage upgrades. Like garbage upgrades aren't a problem. Just because no one uses them doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't totally matter. It doesn't invalidate. No. It doesn't hurt the game at all. Right. Just that nobody uses sensor teams. Nobody's ever used sensor. I'd rather they have a bunch of garbage, non-usable upgrades than have like stuff in the game that's super over. Well, exactly, because you can just yeah. not use it. Right. Exactly. And then just pretend it didn't exist. Yeah. Whereas I wish stuff. I could pretend Yavarik didn't exist, but <laughs> I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, all right, well, that's it. I mean, there's really not much. It's pure speculation at this point of Clone Wars because yeah. they haven't even gone testing yet. Like, it's just straight up. Yeah, I mean, high level, like, we're doing it. We're doing and it. there's nothing like Sometime. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're doing They essentially put a mission statement out, like, we are making Clone Wars for Armada. That does add to Yeah, there's the nothing whole, after that. And that's, I mean, you know, they went, they needed to, they needed to say something that the game. No, it's great. I, I, I'm actually, you know, I don't give a fuck. I'm not a Clone Wars guy. I don't give a fuck about Clone Wars, but I think it's cool that Armada's moving there because Legion's moving there, X-Wing already moved there. And I think they'll, you know, not that there's necessarily crossover, but when you're playing these other things, it's going to bring other people in. Like mm-hmm. these, these fucking millennials, they love Clone Wars, right? Like, yeah. It was, well, yeah, it was they, what they had they grew up. up with the with the prequels. So this could also bring some fresh blood into Armada and stuff too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm all for definitely. That. Yeah, but and, and it's even, old blood. And yeah. even just it's old blood. Well, yeah, but I mean, even just bring some guys that like kind of stop playing back. It might do that. Yeah, I think, I think they're I think they're really in the you know Clone Wars, which a lot of people are. Um, like on the Legion side, I think their numbers have been growing. I mean, I'm thinking about getting back into Legion for Clone Wars. That's the thing. I was gonna say, like, I'm back. There's a lot of people that are gonna go clone like, Legion because of clones. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm getting into the droids because my brother is going Republic in Clone Wars. So, but your brother's already like, I'm fucking all in. Yeah, like he's stoked. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on getting droids now. Get that. Get that. Uh, Boy, they're gonna be like a, a swarm, like a shit ton of them. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that. And that'll probably be the same thing in in, in Armada as well. I mean, I would think they're yeah, at least on the fighter side. Uh, it might all need to be like it might be kind of interesting to kind of just swap. Like you know, like right now the Imperials have like the the cheap fighters. Well, not all of them, obviously, but in general, right? Cheaper fighters that are less durable, but and then the big, the big heavy front shooters versus the rebels have the you know, faster in general, you know, broadsiders that, and then they have that, you know, the heavier, tougher fighters. Right. And then just kind of flip flop that. So you've got the other combinations. Yeah, they definitely can go that way. Yeah. Which seems to follow with the way they're set up already. So. Cool. All right. So that's Clone Wars. That's coming. And also, there are two new ships coming to Armada pre Clone Wars. It's going to mm-hmm. be our current game. Um, and that's all they said. They didn't really give any detail beyond that. Yeah. Oh, no, they said a little something, right? Yeah, they said they're going to be, like, decent size or something to that effect. So, so that, that might mean that they're medium yeah. or larger, probably. Right. It means they're probably not small ships. Probably not flotillas. Like some they're, cer- they're certainly if, not. If they're decent if they're size, size they're, they're, not not they're not flotillas. They're probably... I think they'd be at least medium. 
Yeah, they're trying. I mean, the rebels really need another medium ship. They only have one. Yeah, and the Imperials have all of them for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it should be reversed, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'd really like to see another mm-hmm. Rebel medium ship, like like an MC40 or something like that. Dreadnoughts. Your dreadnoughts. Keep pushing that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one to push. And it's canon now. It's going to happen eventually. It was in the yeah. Rebel show. Yeah. I mean, that could be part of the Clone Wars thing. Although, I don't know if dreadnoughts are ever shown in Clone Wars. I don't know. I think in the old canon, they were Clone Certainly, Wars. Certainly, yeah. Ships, but I, I don't know how they're going to deal with that now. Yeah, because that's not... Do you guys have any thoughts on what this might mean for the Galactic Civil War? Is my, are we going to keep getting ships? Or is it going to be a hard focus on Clone Wars? I feel it will be like the same kind of thing, probably like what will happen with Legion. They're going to start pushing the newer factions maybe a little bit to get them caught up so you can have a well-rounded tournament fleet. Right. And we'll still get stuff for the Civil War, but it'll just be at a slower pace than what we're seeing. Although, well, for, I don't know for our Armada, though, I don't know. Like yeah, maybe they'll do it. They'll keep up the pace for the Civil War. And keep it ramp it up only yeah, yeah. for 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 uh, the Clone Wars. They Maybe only two releases a year for the first couple of years, but only one of them includes Rebel and Imperial stuff. They're yeah. running a little bit low on Civil War stuff, so... Well, they really are. I mean, there's not a lot left. No. I mean, maybe they're kind of just idling right now, hoping that, like, with some of the shows and shit coming out in the next year or two, that we're going to start getting more stuff they can work with. Yeah. Or they could also come out with a couple multi-faction ships, like you were talking about, Matt. Where, like, okay, this is a Clone Wars ship, but you can also use it with the Rebels. And that would... Give it, give new Rebel and Imperial players new stuff without having to develop anything. It would also give Rebel and Imperial players of large collections a chance to get into Clone Wars easily, like a hook. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you know what? I probably should get the other Republic stuff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. FFG should probably pay me for that. <laughs> don't, don't hold your breath. I'm not. Uh, I'm still waiting on that check from the outer rim job game. <laughs> that, that, are you fucking kidding me? Like, they are, I posted on our page like yesterday. Like, they 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 want to say outer rim job so bad, they do. and they keep dancing around it in their articles so much. They're gonna slip up one of these times, and they're gonna say outer rim job. Yeah, and then, my, and then our lawyer will be contacting them immediately. <laughs> <laughs> They've been talking about jobs in the Outer Rim for like the last, what, two, three articles? Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. to say Outer Rim job. <laughs> it's like, I'm almost sure whoever writes the articles is trolling us on some level. <laughs> like, fuck you, we're going to dance all that. <laughs> as we know, FFG listens to our podcast religiously. Clearly. Yeah. We make all their decisions. Pretty clear. So... Yeah, I'll, we'll this, this is like an homage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about that in current hole. Let's stick closer to Armada because we're not talking about yeah. our Armada. Uh, and then, um, okay, so that's it. I mean, there's really nothing else to do with Glory Hole. So let's no. transition. Let's head over to Hammer and Taste. God. What the heck is a rim job? Oh, why, that's when you put your legs behind your head and have someone lick your ass. I can taste it In my mouth is juice so bittersweet Alright, welcome to How My Rim Taste. Uh, we are going to start off the top uh, at Fun For All in Ypsilanti, which is a local game store here in Metro Detroit. Uh, Matt Prime and Brian went to and did a 600-point tournament 
uh, since we got the new rules. Uh, Brian's a sick baby bitch tonight, mm-hmm. so he couldn't make it out. But we have Prime here to talk about it. The rest of us yeah. couldn't do it um, for various reasons. Yeah. I don't remember why I didn't go, but I didn't. mine was kids. <laughs> but I, I didn't have a good reason. Dana has no good reasons. Dana, <laughs> like woke up, he's like, I don't feel like driving out there. Well, no, I might have just been like, I want to hang out with these guys instead of playing that tournament. Like it probably was something like that. Yeah. Okay. And it is a hike for Dane, but yeah. Uh, so there were six of us playing. Me and Brian were the only two that played Rebel. Everyone else had as many starter stories as you can fit in the list. Yeah. Maybe that's the right thing to do. I mean, yeah. So everyone had, that's what I was going to do. Everyone had at least <laughs> two. There were a couple with three. I took uh, Dodonna and MC80 and as many X-Wings as I had, which is eight. And then rounded out with some Ys and Bs. Tight. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, we did three rounds. I don't remember whatever we had for the time. I think it was like three hours for the time. Only two and a half, maybe. Whatever. I was the only one who went to time because I was the only one with max fighters. Mm-hmm. Well, that's on you. Yeah, that's on me. That's fine. I mean, yeah. You go to time every single round? Only one round. All right. That's fine. I was the last game to finish every time, though, so it felt like I was going to time. Yeah. Shameful. Yeah, that is shameful. Gross. Makes me sound bad. I'll wallow in my re- <laughs> rebellious filth. <laughs> do. Yeah. All right. Uh, how'd you do? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't win. I know that much. Uh, it was a long time ago. Kind you didn't win a game? game. You lost like three games? No, I won. Actually, I won against Brian. Okay. <laughs> I lost my other two games, though. Okay. But, yeah, it was no, it was fun. How did it feel doing 600 points as opposed to 400? Yeah, I still haven't played a 600 points game. It was just, I haven't either. It didn't... It felt bigger, like it was like a little bit more of a handle to keep track of. But did that like did that make it feel like more epic and like more? Oh fun? yeah, definitely. Like, and like there's obviously gonna be more things to shoot at. Oh yeah, there was a lot more going on on the table. Like I don't even know if we could do four rounds of that. I'm pretty sure we can. Going forward, it's, it's too, not there's just wise. too yeah. much going on. Yeah. So a lot of people have kind of talked about how it decreases um, the advantage of going first. Did you feel that at all? Is there just more activations on the table? Maybe a little bit. I don't remember. Speaking yeah, yeah, it's probably too small a sample size to answer that question. That too, yeah. yeah it's only probably. three games. So yeah. It was, yeah, it was... Because first last is still going to you know be powerful, but losing one piece isn't going to be as big of a deal with yet because you, know, you could have two loaded up large shifts. Or know, three or... or Interested in runs well, well, right. But like, <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to say is... More fully utilized uh, these or something. He had, yeah. he had three. Oh, and I think in a game before that he had four or something. Yeah, like he wanted to run four. He just didn't feel good with what upgrade. He would, he didn't have enough upgrades that he felt good with it, so he scaled it back. And, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, you can like take a competitive four hundred point list and just like drop in a Christmas tree star destroyer. That's exactly what I did. In the <laughs> I, I had my world list with the interdictor and the quasar and max squad, and then I just threw a kuat in it. Yeah. It's like this. Will, this is awesome. This will, this will, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna bring back Constantine the Destroyer. That would. Be <laughs> I was excited well, too about it. the ruthless strategists. And, even though we're gonna get to the burnout part, but like I, I was kind of looking forward to that just for the joke of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bring Constantine the Destroyer back from hyperspace from the not lost regions or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. And see how good he does. Yeah. See if the reason you were winning was because you had two hundred like hundred more points in the table. <laughs> 
because the highest is actually good. <laughs> well, I guess that one, we only went to 500 points. I had 600 points to work with on this. Right. So I was like, oh, well, yeah, but the difference is that your opponent is going to have the same number of points. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> in the first, in the first <laughs> two rounds, that, you're right. In the you're first right. two games of that campaign, I was winning. That's true. Yeah, with the same amount. Yeah, you didn't have any output. I, I didn't yeah, pull yeah. away until like the third or fourth round, yeah. points wise. That's yeah. true. No, that's true. Constantine's <laughs> kind of interesting at the higher point levels because you're getting more bases on the table. Which yeah, is kind of one of the challenges. Yeah, you're up yeah. Point list. And you put and you select like you you run a double dick list. It's easy to run a double dick list at 600 points, which is what I was going to do. Yeah. Um, it, with like a bunch of bombers and shit like that, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it, you start putting upgrades on the the other dick that you don't normally take on the other one. One like the the G eight grab the one that like when you activate yeah, it slow down the speed. Down. Like I never take that. Like yeah, yeah. I don't need to. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I, I throw things on that second dick. I never you take never on my first dick. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, I was kind of mm-hmm. looking forward to that, but also as we transition to Armada burnout and fatigue. I also didn't give a fuck that I didn't go. Yeah. Like, I, I, I kind of didn't care. Yeah. So, yeah. most of us are in a state of, like, fatigue slash burnout since Adapticon. Adapticon was a hell of a tournament. Had a great time, but, like, yeah, the lead up to it, getting ready. We were doing a lot of prep boards. We did a lot of prep, prep boards, yeah. playing games. And regionals before that, too. Well, because it was kind of yeah. right, right oh, in the yeah. row. So, it was, like, regional, prep, regionals, then prep, right? I actually oh, probably practiced more for the Ohio regional than I did for Worlds. I, I was kind of burned out going into Worlds, almost. Yeah, I was a little bit. And, uh, and part of it is I felt ready, you know, after playing regionals. Yeah. Because, like, I'd already d- done my prep, and I didn't change my list at all, so... Right. There wasn't much more prep to do. Yeah, it's the same. Like, I didn't play a ton between... Re- but Although I did really shitty at Adepticon, maybe that's why. There's <laughs> 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 that. Maybe I was out of practice, I don't know. Uh, but... Made bad choices. <laughs> like, I still like Armada very much, but, like... Oh, yeah. The lack of new stuff... The... Yeah, the the rigors of going through like regionals, and this is more like to just talk to you, the listener. Like, it's normal to go through these cycles and still enjoy the game, and like, it doesn't mean you're getting out of the game, or it doesn't mean we're no. gonna shut the podcast down or anything like that. Like, it's a normal cycle. Like, I've gone through cycles with Armada like this before. Like, this is probably like the third time I've been in a, a phase where I'm like, I don't feel like playing right. Well, now. and the game's been stagnant for a lot. Nothing's changed for what over it's over a year. It's yeah. almost two years. Yeah, last February is when seven. Dropped. Right, that's when it dropped, but we started playing with it because we were already burned out from wanting new stuff so bad that we started proxying all that stuff. Yeah. Like really early in yeah. like what, like November? So we, ran a, we ran a tournament. We proxying. ran a tournament proxying because we were yeah. just re- we were just really starved for new content. Like a year and a half then. And then yeah. so we've been playing with the stuff since then and nothing's changed the whole time, which is, you know, it's still still a great game and I still want to play it. Like I'm starting to feel the itch again. Not having played since Adepticon. Yeah, I'm getting there too. Uh, you know, I was talking to a buddy last night. We were, you know, he's like, we should play some more model next time. I was like, you know what? Yes, we should. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm ready to get back on the horse. I, I want to try some different stuff. I think I'm yeah. ready to unleash Riken on the local meta. Oh, you nice. assholes. <laughs> Honestly, that's a good thing. I'm going to beat the brakes off you every time, but you go ahead and bring it. <laughs> you, you need to see that variation in, in our meta, and we've been good about. Getting people away from the bullshit lists. Yeah, but it made we, we bad at fighting that. We honestly haven't had that much exposure to them though, too. No, at the same point. So no. I mean, I'm we need to we need to have that intoleration, and as long as people aren't, you don't have one guy showing up with the same 
net built list yeah. every week after week after week. That's a good point. It's a week you, you bring in here and there. Yeah. And we don't have anybody who does that. No. No, there's not, not, any, anymore. not anyone. Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> we broke them. Yes. No. Yeah, no, no, we fixed them. <laughs> I broke them and then we fixed them. All right. Yes. <laughs> Can't make an omelet. Yeah, you gotta you gotta break you gotta tear it down first, and then you and then we rebuild. Yeah, and then you rebuild. Like King's Landing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long it's gonna take a while to rebuild that fire. That bitch is burned. I, I'm a, I'm really looking forward to this episode, like just see what it looks like. It's gotta just be like it's gotta look like. Did you watch the? Uh, here's a tangent. Hold on. <laughs> spoilers for Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh yeah, spoilers for. Game of Thrones. You already should have watched it. Oh, you yeah. haven't watched it by now yet. Fuck you. Yeah. And when you listen to an Armada podcast, like if you saw like you're a nerd that won't live. Yeah. You, watch, you watch Game of Thrones already. Yeah, you fucking nerd. You saw it. Like if you didn't watch the Monday afterwards, then right. you're not a real nerd. Somehow. Yeah. Um, but like I watched the, you know, Behind the Throne or whatever. Yeah. And they tried, they said the, 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 um, uh, what's the word? Like the, what are we talking about? <laughs> okay, so they compared it to Dresden in World War II. Oh, the inspiration. The inspiration oh, okay. for the episode. To, to make King's Landing look like Dresden. Okay. Like, and that was yes. a firebomb city during World yeah. War II. And, like, there's yeah. pictures and shit. Like, it was bad. Dresden was fucked. Yeah. Like, they yeah. burned that whole city. Or, like, most of Japan. And, yeah, most of Japan. But, like, there's not a ton of pictures of that. Because no. Japanese didn't have fucking cameras. <laughs> and they burnt them all. Right. Uh, there was nobody left to take pictures. But Dresden, so that's and and I think they did pretty like it was cool to see that. So it'll, I'm sure it'll no, look like, it'll look like Dresden started episode six. Or yeah, anyway, be, back to our. Yeah, we don't want to get involved. With that. <laughs> anyway. So, um, but yeah, the amount of fatigue and burnout—that's normal. It's going to come in any game system that you play for a long time, or that you get balls deep into, oh, unless, yeah. unless you're a psychopath. <laughs> like you could somehow just like go balls to the walls, Armada nonstop for, for years, which I guess which is fine. Like that's weird. To me, that's weird. Like I don't know how you can be so laser focused on something and play that so hard for three years without you know reaching any level of burnout. Well, especially when there's not when nothing's changing about it. When there's nothing changing, exactly. Yeah, like that's a huge part of it too. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily need new content to want to play Armada. It's just when you go through the tournament scene. For people that maybe don't do it, like, and you hit it hard for a few months on end, like, you just, you just get tired. Well, because you think about, like, in the, in the, like, three months between our beginning of our regionals prep and Adepticon, like, how many Armada games do you think you played? Like, I, I feel like I probably played, We're like... We're probably getting at least two to three a week. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And then there was, but then, you, then we also had a, we had a prep tournament, but it wasn't like, designed for that, yeah. but all of us were using it as a prep tournament. So that was four games. Yeah. And then the regional, which was four, and then... You know, then all the prep. I mean, so I probably played the same list. By the right, all the same list. Yes. Yeah, all the same list, or at least a variation of the same list. You know, maybe some minor tweaks were made, but like, you know, I probably played you know three dozen games or something in that in that period, maybe more. Yeah. You know, you guys probably all did. Yeah. Um, so it's a normal, it's a normal cycle yeah. you go through with any kind of game system. That's what other games are for. Yeah, that's what other games are for. Speaking of other games, so, yeah, I mean, do you guys have anything else you want to say about Yeah, that? No. no. No, so if, you, uh, if you're burnt out on Armada 2, come on into the current hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, nice transition date. Nice. And, uh, alright, so in current hole, we're going to just talk about tons of other stuff that we're doing, and that'll be a larger part of the episode, probably. Alright, so we'll see you guys over there. It's okay. Alright, current hole, but not my bottom bitch. 
Because uh, bottom bitch is on the back burner right now. Yeah. Baby girl taking a way back seat. Well, sometimes she gets a little annoying. Yeah, she and, does. Uh, you gotta put her in timeout. Yep. You know, big lock time. her in the basement. Hang on. Whoa. <laughs> Do that got dark. <laughs> 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 All right, so in here we're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff everybody's been doing. Um, first thing I got on the list here is we did besides Alpha Mat out at Adepticon. Alpha Mat did the X Wing tournament, mm-hmm. and the other three of us that are here right now did and this, Brian. The other three of us that are here right now yeah. uh, did a song of ice and fire. <laughs> Brian is not here right now. I know, but he also played. He also it. did the yes, yes, yes. That's yes. what I'm trying to say. So. Keep going. Thank you. <laughs> Did the Asaga Vice and Fire Tournament. Uh, so we'll talk about that some. Matt, Matt will talk, or Alpha will talk about um, his X-Wing experience at Adepticon. Because that's the other two. We did Armada and uh, Asaga Vice and Fire. Mm-hmm. No, we did Legion because there's no time for Legion if you didn't make the cut. Or if you made the cut. Because Armada was during the Legion day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Matt, why don't you uh, start, right? Like, how did, how did how'd you feel about Asaga Vice and Fire Tournament there? It was okay. Yeah, I kind of feel that like Cmon as a company needs to get more into like a tournament format. Yes, because it, it felt fine for like if we were playing at like Gatekeepers. Yes, yeah, for like a regular store tournament. Yeah, it was great. If you're trying yes. to run like a high level exclusive con event, they could have they needed to like kind of just tighten up things just in general. I definitely agree. Yeah, they got. I think they got quite a few things they got to clean up. But I, I, I had fun with my games. I have no idea. I didn't do well. I definitely got smoked my first game. I won one of my games. I don't remember how my other two went. I don't know. But yeah, it was in general though. It was fine. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. It's. What'd you bring? What was your list? Well, one of your two lists, because in a song of Ice Fire, you bring two lists. Yeah, we, we, we should talk about it in a minute, our experience with that in the tournament when we're done here. But what we like about that. It's a cool format. You try it with our mod, it'd be fun. Oh, the two, uh, the oh. two list format. Yeah, yeah. I like, I mean, I think for that game, it's almost, for a song of Ice Fire, it's, it's kind of necessary. It is because of the game modes. Because of the game modes, yeah. you gotta, like, if some lists so, re- very bad for some. Brief overview. So for a song of Ice Fire, going into a round, everyone plays the same game mode. Compared yes. to Armada, you don't get to choose objectives. You're told what objective you two are both playing. Yes. And so going into that, you know that, and you know your opponent's faction, because right now there's five factions you can play. So based on that information, you choose which of your two lists you want to play, because you think, maybe this will do better in this scenario, or this will be a better matchup for me, so you can pick which one you want to do. Right, yeah. And then there's a lot you of you know, and, and I think people just land on this differently, whether you... You build your two lists for game modes or for factions. Yeah. I think some people do both or either. I build them for game modes. But <laughs> for you, you build two lists you like. I build one list I really want to run, which also might... And then I build one list to deal with Night's Watch. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. they're, they're fucking... They're, they're, they're just at a... They're very hard to play against, they're and I'm shocked that they didn't win the tournament. Like two, two nights watch got into the top four or five. Did they take six top four, six, or what was it? Do you remember six? I think, I think it was six. Yeah, three from each day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And, like, Night's Watch with their fucking healing abilities and just, like, you can't kill them. Like, they're a slog to play their cards. Like, their like, cards, like, like, like they Especially that card that lets you block D3 hits every time they're attacked. Yeah. Like, that card's bullshit. I, I don't, I, I'm not saying they're broken in any way. I just, it's, 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 it, it's a slog to play against them. I, I'm very nervous that the hero's back for Night's Watch is going to make them broken. I, at the, this, I to this point, they've clearly done decent testing. They have. You're right. You're right. I mean, like that, that would be like a really big variation. They somehow like didn't test the whole. You're right. Yeah, that's group. a good point. You know what I mean? That's a very good point. So I'm sure, but but they do seem very strong, and it does seem like it's gonna be a fucking problem. And I think the, you know, we've talked about this before, but like the reason for that is because the things they do are really easy to do. Like, you don't, yeah. like, it, it just, it's a very easy army to play at, like, maximum efficiency. Yes. Like, you can sit down and play it in your, like, third game. You're as good as you're going to get. They but have, it's already really good. They, 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 right? they, they, they're really beginner-friendly. They're a low floor. Yeah. But they still have a, And they're also they beginner-friendly because you don't need to buy yeah. as many units. I mean, honestly, that, that makes it yeah. beginner-friendly, too. You could roll up to a tournament just owning the Night's Watch core and then be competitive and probably maybe win. Didn't someone do that locally? Uh, Chad. Uh, yeah, he did. He, he did win, did he? He won whatever tournament. Yeah, he, he won that one win. Yeah. yeah, he beat me. Yeah. So Although he no, he did have a couple. He had like one or two scorpions, I think, in his list. Yeah. He so it wasn't. Well, yeah, he probably had two lists, so I don't know what he had. Yeah. In, in one. It wasn't just the core set. That yeah, tournament, he had like one or two other units. That tournament was invalidated the results because I left. <laughs> well, I won my first two games, so like I left. Right, you so, you, you skewed the results. Yeah, there you go. See? But I lost the third one. That was good. So I make a list specifically for Night's Watch, but it, it's also actually very good against everybody's. It's a Tyrion Lannister list, which is I very funny. It's Tyrion. <laughs> I, I exposed Dane to it once. Yeah, like, when, and I, I ran into a guy in tournament who had it and had one, and he did, did it to me too. It's just Colin, you play Colin. Colin. It, it, it was kind of nuts, actually. <laughs> like I played this guy, and he was a, he's a super cool guy, and he had this, you know, list that was. It, I feel like that list is just really good against the list that I was using against it. Uh huh. Because it, it really relies on like a lot of combos. Okay. And. Tyrion's list is really good at like putting wrenches in my stopping yeah. Candles. Yes. Um, alternatively, the Night's Watch is really bad at doing that, so that list is good against them. Um, but anyways, he like shut me down. He whooped my ass. Um, I went two and two in the tournament. Um, I played for the most part. I think four really cool dudes. Um, but uh, he was a really cool guy. And it turns out he he lived in the, like, Atlanta, I think, but. He worked. He was just about to start working in Detroit, so we've been playing some games with him. Yeah, the last couple of weeks he's been like in and out of the area. Yeah, just, just like randomly we have him play. He's like, "Hey, I'm going to be in Detroit for the next like you know however many months doing you know you know for for work." So we've uh, you know, been hanging out with him. Yeah, it's a nice. We got a new guy. I uh, I played Colin last week. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. Yeah, he's, he's great to hang out with. Yeah. It's nice. And we're actually the Song of Ice and Fire community is starting to kind of. Expand yeah, quite a bit yeah, in Metro Detroit. We're getting a lot more guys into the like Metro Detroit chat. Yeah, right now, like a lot more dudes playing. It's like it's, it's, it's starting to get bigger. Our Amada group, but it's a more active than the Amada group. I think I'd have to sit down with more yeah, active I guess. people in it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Because there's a ton of people in that Armada group chat that like. Don't play or don't post. But there's nothing going on right now. That's, That's also very true. Everyone else is just kind of either burned out or they're just waiting through this dead space. That's until, a very good point. And then we'll or like us playing other stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. But yeah, yeah. The tournament 
I I did I went I did pretty good. I went three and one. The one game I lost was against Night's Watch, mm-hmm. and it's actually against a fucking dickhead. Like this guy oh. was a cunt. It was. I remember you play. Yeah, you were so pissed. I remember yeah. looking over your game. And you I were, shit all over him. You, like fuck him. Yeah, like, you were not looking. You were just so angry. The guy was just being <laughs> red and eyes. Yeah. The guy was just being a bitch. He, he was, was being a dick and like I don't care. Whatever. This happens, but he was morbidly obese. Like, morbidly obese. And he wouldn't... I essentially had to play his game for him because he wouldn't get up and, like, reach across the table. Yeah. And that just started to piss me off. The fact he's obese, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's... You want to do that to yourself? That's your life? Do it. I don't I don't fucking care. Like, but when you make me, like, play your game for you because you can't get up and reach across the table, like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, I... I like, and then he started getting bitchy about it, too. So finally, like, get up and play your fucking game. Yeah. You know? And, like... And he was, like, really loosey-goosey. Like, when he did a 360 turn, like, that fucking bitch, like... It was, like, doing, like, uh, fucking Tokyo drifts all over the place. <laughs> did you feel like he was doing it on purpose, too? I, I think it was partially on purpose, but Most more... Because phys- he couldn't physically, like, do it. And I would have been fine helping the guy out if he wasn't a dick. Yeah. Like... Like, I, he's guy, not, like, right, but you're not morbidly obese like right. this guy. No, was. I'm not. You're not the same. That was quite a bit bigger. You are not the same one. Like he, and dude, <laughs> no. he was like the dude, like he had the big gulp, and he was just like sucking down like big gulp fucking slurry or whatever the whole time. I'm just like, dude, like you're gonna die in here. <laughs> you got like no future, whatever. Which is fine. I don't care. But don't be a cunt to me at a fucking game because I don't want to play your game for you. <laughs> yeah, well, I can tell he was kind of mean. I mean, I. I been playing obviously, but it just seemed like he was being like really like nitpicky about rules, but only when it benefited him. Yes, he was doing shit like that. Yeah, and like he was trying to do stuff he couldn't do and stuff too. And I had to keep calling the TO and like, and because I'll, I'll say this about Simon too, there's some ambiguity in the rules. Like they need to clean it up. Like it's, it's they need it's, to change their the rules to make some things a little more precise. And like I'm not even gonna say he was wrong, but he was cut thinking he was right. Like he was being cunty about. It. I'm like, I'm like, you might be right, but like I'm not totally sure because a lot of people are having the same problems, like interpreting these rules that you are. So you're yeah. gonna you're gonna fucking wait, and the TO's gonna come over and he'll explain it to us, and we'll go from there. Yeah. When I had an issue with the TO, I mean, not really an issue, but like, and this kind of speaks to what Matt was saying about how they're just like a little too casual. And like, yes. like I had an issue where like, so like. Somebody like did a thing and then moved the unit and then measured and then it like was not in range or you know it was they wanted to do, do a shift before you can make a range attack. So they did their shift, measured it, realized it still wasn't in range. Then were like, oh no no no, I'm gonna not do that and I'm gonna do this instead. And it's like well, you you can't. Yeah, what part are you committed to the thing you did? And like, I called T.O. over because I'm like, you can't do that. Like you can't just like. Move your unit, measure, be like, oh, you know what? No, 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 I, I eyeballed it wrong, but I don't have to have any consequences for that. Right. I'm going to come back and just try again. And, you know, I, he came over and was like, well, you know, just, you know, communicate your intentions. And I'm like, that doesn't answer my question, man. Like, nope, nor, are you nor, allowed to declare yeah. an action, perform the action, and then change your mind? And I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the answer is no. It's not obviously di- addressed directly in the rules. It's not in, in the rules of Armada either, but like, Actually, it is. It is. This opportunity. No, yeah. Um, and they don't, they don't have that line. Like when you, re- when you resolve your commands. Yeah. 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 And, and it's just credit. They do a pretty good job of writing clear rules. They yes. do. They do a very good job of it. And, and they do a good job editing those. Like Legion's a great example where mm-hmm. they like are constantly fixing and like editing things to make it up to like a living document. Like, yeah. And CMOD oh, yeah. is doing that with their rules. They have a living document. They've made changes. Yeah. 
I was hoping more changes, like clarification, would come out there, since the There needs to be. But I haven't heard anything. There needs to be some big sweeping changes, not like huge, but that clear up a lot of the like really weird, goofy ambiguity situation. I think part of the problem around charges. Yeah, there needs charges is like changes that make things clearer and simpler. One of the things since Adepticon, since it, if you got the swag band at, at Adepticon, you got a Lannister core set, or you got a Stark, Stark, Stark and Lannister yeah. core set. Which and because awesome. at Gen Con, me and Brian both bought one, and we went in on one lead, on one faction. Yeah, we both end up getting one, and we got the other faction now. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing Stark last couple of games. Yeah, and like the t- the timing for the tactics cards at Stark are so like it feels like they're loose. You can legitimately play four start cards yeah, oh, yeah. in, in, in and what would normally be considered like one timing window, but they all have different triggers, so they're all technically different timings. And the, it's, it's the just, thing is, though, like you fuck. need to do that. Yeah, start. If you don't do that, you're gonna lose. Yeah. Like especially playing against Night's Watch. It just feels like, that's how you beat Night's Watch is by going card, 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 card. Okay, I win. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like playing sounds it like though. Game. It yeah. just feels like even playing it, it's like just feels too good almost. Mm-hmm. But but it's all in bursts. I guess it's yeah. like, and then then they're wide of spent and they're done. And they're like, all right, that's and then they have no tank cards. Yeah, yeah, and then and they have you know their defense is shitty and they can't really respond. Yeah, so it's, that's why I got a Lannister. I guess maybe it's been hard stops. Exactly. So they, they did a really good job in this game of making the factions feel like really different. Yeah. And even while in that faction, having it with the different commanders, a lot of different ways to build it. Like, you have a Stark list, it still always feels like a Stark list. They're always moving around, and yeah. you can't anticipate it. No matter whether they're using, you know, a really defensive list with Brendan, or a really aggressive list with, uh, you know, maybe Great John, or, you know, a Ramsey type panic list. Um, yes. That, you know, so yeah. lucky, but it still feels like Stark. Yeah, like uh, me and Dave played the other day, yeah. and uh, I, I generally run Lannister or neutral, mm-hmm. but I have like all the Stark stuff, and I keep getting it because yeah. I went Kickstarter, so I have all that shit. Yeah, I did the opposite. And, and Dave yeah. played Lannister, and I played like a really fun Stark uh, Ramsey list. It was a, a complete ripoff of Shadal, one he did on his podcast. It was two bastards. I love running bastards girls. I've had a lot of success with them. You fucked me up with the bastards girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, like, I can deal with them as Starks. I can't deal with them with the land. I don't know how. Yeah. It's tough. You yeah. gotta, anyway, but it was like two bastards girls, both with, um, uh, Craddock and Wardens, uh, a unit of Stark Sworn Swords, a Cutthroats, and Ramsey in a unit of, uh, Great Axes. Great axes are really good. They're amazing. They're fucking hard. Like, I know how to play against them. I play against them, you know? But, like, it's funny, like, when you actually play with them, they're like, you're like, holy fuck, these are awesome. They just play like, everything. <laughs> yeah, like, you're just wiping units out with these fuckers. Especially once you make them um, uh, bolt and you play Ramsey's card where you get that uh, attack. The free Which attack I never got off because Dane shut it down all four times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you do that shit with great axes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but but they were doing shit otherwise. Like they were just, yeah. just light. They're just up. a scene. I mean, the only negative to them, really, at all, is their speed, um, which can be fixed by Stark cards anyway. And Rob Stark, yeah. What is speed by Dane? Him on there, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> what the gray axes? No, they're four. No, you put Rob Stark in them. Oh, they're, yeah, make them five. You, yeah. And they're five, and you get gray wing, right? And you can charge <laughs> off the maneuver zone, which is yes. awesome. 
Yeah. yeah. And you could theoretically, if the, if the other player like just lets you fuck them up, attack with them three times in a round. Yes. If they still had to block any of those zones. Yeah, which yeah. they should. But even still, it's nice to be able to charge up tactics for it. Yeah, I found that out. I'm yeah. like playing these yeah. stock cards. I'm like, like when we first started playing our first game, I was playing like a Lannister. I was taking certain spots in the boat zone. I'm like, wait, what, what am I doing? I don't need these. Like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> when I was them. playing like a star, <laughs> yeah. trying to maneuver around yeah. and like getting your flanks and like, yeah. And then I just got exposed. <laughs> yeah. I figured it out. I yeah. figured it out. Yeah, that, that was second game was a lot better for both of us. You, you still beat my ass. I think we didn't beat my ass. Well, yeah, you did. I don't remember. But <laughs> <laughs> We're both a little fucked up in that you, second you, game. Yeah, you won the second game for sure, but... I think I... I don't remember. I, I just won. I, I, I remember I played a lot better in the second game. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, but... but uh, <laughs> Back to swing back around to Adepticon real quick. Uh, I did go through one and I got fifth place, and they took the top four that day because one guy had already qualified. So I, I missed the cut by one. Yeah, and I remember the guy you uh, didn't like was the guy who got. Yeah, he's he the one that got right in front of me. He didn't qualify for the thing, but because one of the winners had already won, he got <coughs> to slide into Cougar spot. Yes. And honestly, That's I was also gun reference. By yeah, that no, was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, I remember being fine with it too because I was so smoked and like we didn't get up on early Sunday and I'm like, okay, that's yeah, weird. yeah, whatever. But I, I other besides that cunt that I played in the fucking third. No, he was my second game. Uh, everybody else I played was cool. I had a good time, but they need to fix some stuff with their tournament. But this is their first like major tournament game, I believe. This is their only. Tournament game ever, right? Yeah, it's like, like the first yeah. one. Maybe they haven't done one before. You are both correct. Yes. <laughs> so I don't. I think you know. I, I'm gonna. I'm willing to give them a ton of like. Yeah, yeah. They need they buffer need space. Like, yeah. They need time. It's they're, fine. They're doing you know? a lot of other things that like a lot of the other companies don't do that are really cool. Like the designer Michael Chanel is super involved, I and mean, I can't think of another game where yes. I even know the name of the designer. <laughs> like. And I guess I know the name of some of them, but bad example. <laughs> the point is, you know, like I've met him several times and like yeah. he did events at Adepticon with player, you know, with like eight players versus him. Yeah. And it was kind of like a narrative game where you were like everybody else was playing whatever stuff and he was Lannisters and you were attacking King's Landing. Yeah. And it was called like Battle of uh, Blackwater, I think is what it was supposed to I think so. all your yeah. Stark units. I was we were all really hope we were all really expecting that to be the reveal Baratheons, of yeah, but they weren't but it wasn't there. No. Um Baratheons apparently are coming out from Gen Con. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing too. So but they you know, so they're doing a lot of cool stuff and like you know, we, we beat him, so he went over and gave us all a free unit. Which that's is pretty, awesome. That's yeah. Cool. You know what I mean? And so I now have flame that. Nice, but uh, oh, they're a great. Unit. They're awesome. They're a good unit. They're a really great unit. Um, and, and now I'm going to buy more Boltons. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, I'm going to. I, I mean, everything I'm it, and it's now. I was, I was like on the fence about the Bastards girls. I'm no longer on the Bastards. <laughs> yeah. I have moved very far to one side of the Bastards. <laughs> so I'm going to get the Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want those. Am I going to get this? <laughs> All right. Um, all right, so that's essentially a song I fire. I don't really have anything else. Uh, Alpha. How was X-Wing? X-Wing was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, Compared to, like, 1.0 days and stuff. So, I've been collecting X-Wing basically since the game came out. I didn't really play 1.0 on the tournament scene at all, but I followed it. Um, 
just throughout the whole course of its development. And I kind of lost interest towards the end of 1.0 just because I think FFG did not anticipate that X-Wing would get anywhere near as huge as it did when it first There's designed no it. way it could have. Yeah, so... That was they, lightning in a bottle. So yeah. the, the design space just wasn't there, but they kept adding shit to it anyway. And they just kept adding shit and adding shit. And by the time they were done adding shit at the end of 1.0... Um, the new stuff was so overpowered that it didn't even look like a Star Wars game when you saw it on the table because all the classic ships, the iconic ships, weren't involved anymore. Like, X-Wings weren't competitive at all. Yeah. So, uh, 2.0 really fixed all of my gripes about the game, which were mostly balance-related. Um, the core mechanics of X-Wing have always been great. Yeah. And they're, they're basically the same. X-Wing 2.0 is really basically the same game, just with the extra stuff that they added throughout 1.0 built in from the beginning. And now they've got the variable point system and all of that, so they're much better equipped to deal with balance issues that crop up. When they removed some of the, like, the bullshit upgrades, yeah. you know, like their, their version of the Yavaris... Yeah. Like that, you know, in an Armada 2.0, Yavaris would not exist. Yeah. And I think it was ships, too. Like, in one point, there were certain ships that were problems, oh, too. Yeah, okay. like the, the Jumpmaster survived yeah, I remember multiple, that, yeah. multiple whacks from the Nerf bat, like three or four of them. Hmm. Um, so, X-Wing 2.0 feels real good. It's um, it's not my ideal game, honestly, but it's a good, quick, change-of-pace game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we've all started playing 2.0 here since, since Adepticon, right? I mean, a little before. Okay. Before, I, I, I didn't like play I it afterwards. I was playing yeah, it before. The beginning. Um, and it was, uh, I've been really enjoying it. Yeah, you've been ball speed. Yeah, I've been really time. playing a lot. Because like, yeah. you, you bought, like, the public and shit. Yeah, I bought a bunch of Republic stuff and then some Rebel stuff, too. I don't want to just, like, I love X-Wings, so I got a bunch of X-Wings. I've only got, uh, I only have uh, Rebel Rebels and, um, uh, What's the new movie? Resistance. Resistance, yeah. yeah. Because those are the ships that Brian gave me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I bought the two cores for that, and I bought one of the A-Wings, the RZ ones. Um, and that, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Like, it's cool. Um, yeah, I, I like X-Wing. It's yeah. fun. You know? I, it's, I don't think I want to, like, get real crazy into the competitive scene. I mean, I'll play yeah, a, I mean, I'm certainly there. not going to. I, I already know I'm not. Like, I'll play a tournament here and there. So, so I played it at Adepticon just because I was there and everybody else was playing Song of Ice and Fire and I wasn't into that yet. Um, but now he is. Now I am. Uh, <laughs> we got him. We got him. He tried to resist it, too, and it was I, so I'm funny. not painting yeah. stuff, but I will play the game. Whatever. He's, yeah. he's going to get painted. <laughs> it's going to be, like, some little Asian kid painting it, but something, they're gonna, it's going to get painted. <laughs> We can find one of those to like keep. Like a little like Peruvian painting concubine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that could, I mean, that could be a whole intent market, right? right? Like, <laughs> just treat him like a foreign exchange student. Yeah. <laughs> just lie to his parents. <laughs> I mean, I'm not above it. I mean, what? <laughs> you know? Ah, yeah, let's do it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully nobody's listening to this that matters. Yeah. So anyway, right. I played in the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I played in the X-Wing Regional. Now they're called Hyperspace Trials at, at Adepticon. I went yeah. three and three. Uh, I took a resistance list. Um, it took Poe because everybody wants to fly Poe. I took a couple A wings because the resistance A wings are awesome, and uh, just kind of a filler X wing. And it was a good time, you know. 
you, you talk about X-Wing, the competitive scene, like some of those guys, like their life is X-Wing, so it's kind of a different feel than with Armada, but it was yeah. still kind of cool, chill, laid back, because of course I got bludgeoned in my first couple games, so I was uh, submarining my way up towards the middle, but it was a good time, I played a bunch of cool guys, and uh, it was a good experience, it was, it was better than I expected it to be, honestly. It's good. So, me playing Resistance, like I'm having an issue getting any good with them. I feel like they're more of a higher skill than the Rebels. I've done much better playing Rebels than I have Resistance. I have too. I find the same thing. But they seem like they're like barely better, but they cost more. So I think what it's the new because the X Wing's newer too. So like the, the new right. X Wing is it has different stuff. Right, they're better, but like I feel like they're not enough better. That's like, what I'm saying. Like lose the fourth yeah. one. Yeah, I think the thing. Whereas, like with the rebels, you get the fourth one. So I think resistance. Um, it's it's a different kind of niche than rebels have. Like rebels are just gonna throw a bunch of beef in your face. Resistance, they're not really. That's hard. generally my moves. You should not be playing resistance then. But, <laughs> but resistance is more. Uh, they kind of get like an arc dodging element to them. They're kind of like an ace heavy faction where you need to right. bring the top end pilots like you want Poe in there, and you need to keep them out of harm's way, and um, you just need to get him into the end game basically. Um, but I, I think that they kind of lost a little bit of ground in the meta when um, the Republic showed up because now you've got Anakin all over the place and like. So I've seen you guys talk about like, what does he do? I have no clue. Like, um, what is his thing? I think the main thing that they do is that the ship has you can spend a they have force. And he has three of them. He has three force tokens. You yeah. can spend a force to change a focus result into a hit or an evade. Right. Um, you can also, with that ship, spend a force after you move to do a boost or barrel roll. Ooh. And what's really great about that is that means you can do both of them. Yeah. You know, every time. And yes. Then, and then the, the real reason Anakin is so good is because boost barrel roll is awesome when you're initiative six. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, especially if you're going last. You know where everything is. It's really easy to get out of Aris. I found that, like, I, I kind of suck at the game right now. Like, yeah. I just want to have high initiative guys. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not, like, just behind. Because <laughs> I, played a couple, I played a couple games. Maybe one with you where, like, my low initiative guy died before he fucking could shoot. Yeah. That can happen. Yeah. That's, that sucks. <laughs> but once that happens, you're like, well, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I'm always playing with high initiative guys. Like, I feel like, the, like I, I just can't do it otherwise. Yeah. I, because I'm not good enough. Not exactly. Enough That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah it, I'm just it, not it, me. Because I don't know the very. I, I can't. Like, okay, this guy has a lot of maneuvers. Like, what are the variations of what he could do? Like, I have no idea the answer to that question. Right, exactly. We should ask Alpha. But that's why I, that's why we can't play with no initiative guys. <laughs> right. If we don't know the answer to that. Exactly. Yeah, that was one of the most big advantages before the Republic came out was like not a lot of initiative six pilots were seeing the board and Poe is awesome. He has mm-hmm. a good ability for an initiative six pilot. He can basically do two actions in a turn. Um so you know, he was out there always moving last, always shooting first. And now you've got Anakin showing up in almost every Republic list. And he's yeah. also Initiative 6. So he's kind of stolen Poe's thunder a little bit. Yeah. So I think I think Repu- Re- uh, Resistance is kind of dialed back right now. But those A-Wings are still awesome. Like, people are just spamming five of those in the list. And that's, like, a great list. I played against one of those at Adepticon, and it was a bitch to deal with. 
Did you win that game or did you lose that I game? lost that game. Yeah. Because if you think about it, they're constantly firing on you because they can always rotate that turret. Right. They can shoot at you coming oh, in. Yeah. They can shoot at you flying by. They're shooting at you every single turn once you start engagement. So, sure, it's only two dice, but they're 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 hitting you a lot over the course of the game. They just yeah. a, thousand, yeah. a thousand little cuts. Yeah, yeah. and they can yeah. fly and one they can in. double reposition, too. Yes, they can. Well, not, not okay. the generics, which is what you see in the, the, the five times slip. Oh, okay. I thought they could but, Yeah, they can, actually, yeah. because they can they can barrel roll and boost, I think. Yeah. So they can barrel roll with the auto thrust. They can boost with the auto thrust. Yeah. So, yeah, so they can do that. And, and the other thing you see is when you're seeing five of them on the table, one of them will fly in, take a hit, then fly out, never to be seen again, and then, like, who, who are you going to kill? Like, I, I didn't kill any of the A-wings. Because you just can't focus them yeah, down. Yeah, you just can't yeah. focus them down, because they're just zipping around all over the place, and it's hard to deal so with I didn't know that. The thing is, I'm never going to do that, because I'd have to buy four more A-wings. <laughs> so it turns out when you get the resistance <laughs> conversion kit, there's no A-wing stuff in there, because no, I guess that came out after. A-wing came out after the... Well, I didn't know that. Oh. So I go buy it, I'm like, oh, sweet, because I've got, like, you know... I got like four Rebellion A-Wings. I'll just use those for the fucking Resistance no. ones. I'm like, nope, guess I can't. But yeah, just fuck off. I, I just got two of them. Lulo's <laughs> awesome. He's the one where if he's stressed out, he's shooting one more attack die and he's rolling one fewer uh, defense die. Yeah. And um, Tali's also good. I can't remember what she's from the movie. Yeah, she's the one from the movie. But she like <laughs> she can give you like a defensive buff. I think she can add another defense die if you're in her bullseye art or something like something that. Something like that. But those are the two I was using at Adepticon pretty much without any upgrades, and they, they did some work, and they're both five. They were right? very good. They're both fives. So, but yeah, I think I think Resistance is fun. I had a fun time with my list at Adepticon. You'd be moving cool. on to anything else? Um, I was playing around with Republic quite a bit. I was doing Anakin and... Um, Anakin and Ahsoka mm-hmm. with the double torrents. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a cool list, mostly because Anakin's awesome. Ahsoka's yeah, not bad yeah. either. Um, I, I've been doing some list building. I think I'm going to try some Imperial Aces next. Oh, nice. Okay, with cool. uh, Suntir and uh, Vader and Duchess. So you bought like all the conversion kits and I bought the new stuff. I have everything. Okay. <laughs> I, I have multiples of everything. <laughs> like, I, I just like my, my plastic toy spaceships. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I've been collecting 1.0 the whole time. I just haven't been playing a whole lot. Prime, you have, what, what do you have? I have like all of the iconic ships. That's all. But what did, you, did you buy conversion kits for everything? I bought conversion kits, but basically I only have like the iconic ships from like the movies and shit. Yeah. For the most part. And I like I bought I picked up all the conversion stuff at Gen Con and I've slowly been like selling off all the ships that I don't have and have no interest in buying. You're st- but like but is I, there a faction you stick? Because I think when we've played you've always like, ran like Imperial or something. Right. Um, yeah, I have Imperial Rebel and Scum. I don't know. Are you going to do the new stuff? Are you going to do Republic? Or... No, I'm not going to buy yeah. probably any more. I might, I might pick up a ship here and there. Uh, that's where I'm at with it. Like, I've got so much. I'm just going to yeah. stick with what I have. Just, I'm going to buy a little I have bit enough. more of the Republic I, stuff. Yeah. And then, that's because you got fresh into it. Nobody right. gave you ships. No, no, I have nothing. <laughs> you started with <laughs> nothing. I mean, I had one, one point of course at that, but that was it. So everything else I have is 2.0 stuff. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I'm Rebels <laughs> right. and Resistance is, I've said it before, it's because that's what Brian gave me. So I'm like, <laughs> sure, I'll just get those conversion kits. So, yeah. And I've got some Imperials, and I want to just have those for people to play against me. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Or just have you just okay. have Joe keep coming over. Well, I mean, beating the brakes off you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe's pretty good, huh? Yeah. Play played a lot. Of, either that or I suck or both. I don't know. <laughs> I think Joe was like a pretty big. Yeah, Joe played a lot actually. Yeah, yeah he's he pretty good. We had a night a few weeks ago. Yeah. We played a couple games and he's just pretty good. Yeah, yeah Joe, Joe, Joe definitely knows what he's doing there. Okay, so uh, that's X-wing. Next thing I want to talk about is Legion. Um, me personally and Prime have had like a resurgence of playing Legion. Like how do you? And Brian, who's not here, he's gotten big back into it too. Like and like the catalyst, I think, for all three of us. And not these two, not Dane and Alpha yet, but no. they're going to come around. But Dane's already said he's going to fucking clone one. I might. He, he will. Don't even listen. They, he said that might, for Dane, is an absolute. He's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> doing it. <laughs> but Alpha keeps talking this shit. He's going to play again, too. Pretty high chance. I'm not even worried about it. I'm not going to buy any separatist stuff, though. That means he's going to buy separatist stuff. No, 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 no. I don't want <laughs> separatist. I think they're stupid. Well, then just buy the clones. I mean, who cares? Buy the clones. Yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. I'll take your separatist shit. But, right. but anyway, like I said, the, the <laughs> was, is run, we actually ran into the uh, IFF guys there. They're playing Legion a lot now. And just talking with them, because I'm like buddies with those guys, and like seeing the tables at Adepticon... Oh, like that's kind of what tables at Adepticon were awesome. They were they fucking amazing. Tables at Adepticon. They were amazing. Like they yeah. look so fucking good, dude. Oh. And like watching guys play on them, like I I felt the urge. I'm like, I want to play on those tables. Like that looks really fucking cool. Which, well, then snowballed, and I bought a lot of terrain since then. Like pre-painted, really <laughs> nice stuff. And me and Matt have played on it. And like when you play on a very like on a very Star Wars themed nice table with Legion. It makes the game that much better. I need to try it again. It really does. Yeah, I'll, I'll like it's the setting it. and like like fighting over like a down like that AT AT I got. Oh, yeah. It's like half the fucking board. Like it's a it's like a two scale size. Like it looks fucking cool. Like it it's does. fun. It's way more fun to play on something that right. looks completely Star Wars. It doesn't look like just shit you grabbed off the shelf or like putting down fucking coffee cans or whatever. Yeah, or like a bunch of Warhammer terrain that they had to back the game store, which doesn't look anything like what you're doing. Yeah, yeah even that. Yeah. But like it was the terrain, and then after that, I started. We started playing again, and like I'm, I'm hooked. Like I never really left Legion. I just kind of like a eh, little. We kind of stopped playing. Cool playing yeah, you were still playing. Yeah, I was still playing. Like in, I think I'm the only one that kept. Me and Prime were the only one that kept playing competitively. Like, we went to the GT. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but I was the last competitive thing I did. But honestly, at that point, we were starting to wrap up for regionals for Armada. Exactly. So Allegiant, yeah. everything else got put on the back burner. Yep. And so, but now, like, I'm, I'm going to do some Legion competitive. I think they play Gen Con. Yes, if, if I can fit it in the schedule with all the fucking right. shit going on. Because it, it's, it's actually a toss-up between a Song of Ice and Fire and Legion for me right now. Because okay. also, back to Song of Ice and Fire, their prize support was shit for the tournament. Like, it was, it was all. garbage. And I don't, I don't necessarily play for that. Actually, I generally don't play for that. But it was pretty bad. Like well, they, it was they did like a game, game night kit or something. Yeah, it was like the first game night kit, and they had like some other figures. But like, but the Legion stuff that like Legion tournament prize support is really fun. So was their amount of prize support. The amount of prize support has come back around. Like the amount of prize support for Adepticon guys that was fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that in the last episode. <laughs> it was awesome, and I'm glad I did the fucking so team game great. afterwards because oh, me yeah. and DZ got more of the fucking shield dials. Yeah, so I wish I would have got more of those. We got more, and then we and then making the cut, we got more stuff. Yeah, and yeah, then I really wish I would have got more. Whoever that new guy is, they brought in from Europe. 
that everyone over in Europe was raving about Alex, I think his name is. I think he's, he's really the one that's If he's been turning that around, kudos to him, because it's, no, it, I, it's definitely it has to be him, yeah. But it's But it's, it's not a surprise for but I think they've also cleaned more things up in the tournament scene for Legion. Okay. To where it's not it's like less fiddly, I think, and I think it's more like the line of sight eyeball stuff is really not that hard to do or even is that arguable. Better? I think it has. Okay, exactly. Honestly, I think that was one of the big reasons I stopped playing. So one of my big turnoffs from Legion was that when when the rules were first written, they kind of set it up like like the terrain from Armada, basically, almost like a two D terrain on the yes. board system. And I liked that because I love two D terrain in Armada because it's unambiguous. Yeah. There's no question about it, right? You're not bending over a table trying to figure out if fifty nine and a half percent of a model's covered. Sure, it is or it isn't. Yes, and they changed it after the game came out in Legion, and that really pissed me off. That's that's one of the things that kind of lost <laughs> me with Legion because I started playing the review, and it's like. This is why I got out of Warhammer. If I wanted to play this game, I'd be playing 40k. Right. So that's kind of where I'm at with yeah, Legion. Yeah. Is like that kind of drove me off. So there's no percentages in Legion without a line of sight now. You can either see the model or you don't. And if you can see the model, you can shoot at it. Yeah, but can't determine cover. Determining cover is super easy. Determining cover is from your squad leader. Cover is cover and distance are from the squad leader. Right. So you got your range from the squad leader and and cover. yes, range and cover. Sorry, I was thinking. Of, I started laughing at Matt because he's doing something weird over there. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, I, I was just thinking. Of, uh, everyone, everyone, everyone refers to like the squad leader as like the squad, and all the actual units are just a blade of armor because they don't matter. Well, they, they matter for line of sight. They do matter a little bit. Something yeah. that annoys me. I wish they it was everything was measured. But then you haven't played it forever. I'm telling you right, right now, I haven't known you. Okay. What it is, so cover is determined for the squad leader. As soon as you have that, yeah, each but, individual but, model can shoot as long as they can see somebody. And then right. that's it. That's where you stop. No, no, I know. But the way you determine whether they're in cover is whether 50% of the model is covered by cover. That's how you determine whether the individual models have cover. But you're making it sound hard. And it's not, it's not, it's not, it can be, it can be. It's not, no, it's not. And it's not 50% of what the model. What is it? It's just any part of the model. If you can't see any part of the model, then they have cover whatever the cover is decided, decided by beforehand. The 50% you're talking about is decided pre-game. So, like, you put the model up, in, and you don't even need to do that anymore. So much of the terrain now is, like, you just look at it and be like, okay, that'll be full cover for 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 infantry. That'll be no cover for ATRTs, whatever. You just put the model up against it, and if it covers more than 50% of the model, they get cover from that thing. So, like, if you're at, like, the corner of a building, and your squad leader's at the corner of a building, but you can't, and but part of his base is being obscured by the building, you have heavy cover. Okay. You don't have to well, look at the guy. That's not how I understood it before. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't have to look at the guy and be like, all right, I see 64% well, that, of that. I feel like that was how it was originally. I don't know if it ever was like that. It might have been that, like, or that might have been the way we were playing it, at least. Like, right after that was, that, not, that was not definitely the way we were playing it. To, to yeah. figure out whether something got cover or not, it has to be more than 50%. But, like, you do that now, just glance at the board and be like, okay, that guy, that, that you know, that doesn't get cover for, for infantry. That does. It's super easy. And, like, when you use the barricades, all infantry gets cover from the barricades. Yeah. Now, if you can't see any part of their base, you have to be able to see the full model. To have them not have cover in that thing. Okay, well that's different than how easy. easy. And maybe we were playing it wrong before. 
That not and, you're, and you're also referring to 50% of the unit has to be behind that cover for them to get cover. Right. But, Which is also easy to do, like, just at Well, that's class. easy to do, but the... If the question of whether this model has cover is based on, which is the way I understood it before, mm-hmm. 50% of the model had to be covered for that model to be considered in cover, is how I understood it before. And that's what, one of the things that really annoyed me. Yeah, no, no. No. So, when you walk up to a table at these tournaments now, too, there's a list, and it tells you what each piece of terrain gives you. Okay. Like, there's no even talking about it. Like, you just, you go, like, an Adepticon, well, like, they're like, like, hey, they're like, this, this grove of trees gives you light cover. This building gives you so, heaven, I mean, it, 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 it sounds like the, the game has changed, and a lot of the problems I had with it are no longer problems. I think so. Yeah. I, I really love the listing. If you've run any Legion tournaments or played any Legion tournaments, that's the way to do it. They yeah. had that at Gen Con. The yeah. problem at Gen Con was they just didn't have shit on the tables. They didn't have any fucking terrain. They had the list, but they, they had like one piece of each terrain. And what piece of terrain they had was just like some carved out shape bad. of foam. Like it yeah. wasn't even like a... You know, I don't want to go back to that because yeah. Legion has moved past that. Like, oh, yeah. FFG realized their, yeah. their issue. Oh, yeah. They, I'm sure they did. I think it's been fixed because actually it hasn't been FFG running these tournaments. They, they've been farming it out to the community, and it's the community that put these tables together. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it, these are FFG tables. So, what's happening is, though, I've heard that FFG is starting to contract. There's a guy, his name's Sean Morris, that does a bunch of, like, tutorials, and he does the, um, ter- he's, like, the train guy. Mm-hmm. He's building tables for FFG, I believe. Oh, and right. Possibly with other people. So, that now have terrain, they bring the places for real terrain at the tables, and they run it. That's awesome. Okay. So, well, because I saw a couple of those, like the top couple of tables they had set up with the streaming, yeah, lined up. I mean, the yeah. terrain on those things was amazing. The uh, yes. the imperial terrain guy was one. He was still. I, we saw him there. When me and Brian, we stopped and said hi to him. He said he had set up like I think it was two or three of the tables at a. I mean, one of those was like massive, like temple on it, and it was, it was like so fun. yeah, and there was all this like brush and like it looked fucking awesome. It looked awesome. Yeah. I got pissed. <laughs> We're gonna keep going on with the episode. <laughs> so, anyways, I, but like back to that, like I've been having a lot of fun playing Legion right now. Yeah, yeah. Le- and there's enough out now to enough like units and yes. everything. There's actual variety in lists. The, big, not, the big thing is the diversity of lists. You can actually play different shit. Yeah, there's the. That's another thing when you were playing Alphas, like there really wasn't. Much available yet? No, and I can see like how that you're going to come back around. And you're going to play. And you're going to like it. We'll see about that. You're going to enjoy it. Well, no, we won't see. It'll happen. <laughs> you're going to be fine. But if Brian was here, he'd be saying the same thing. Like we're all balls deep back into it. All the new stuff. Like I'm getting juice. All the new stuff coming out. It's like fun. It's more yeah. armor. Like it's cool. Yeah, I bought a tank. Yeah, we were talking about. It. I was like on the fence. I was like, no, nah, man. And then did I play against you with the tank? And yeah, we played against yeah, I was like, right. on the fence, I was like, I see how it goes, and then, yeah, I just kind of bought Yeah, they're like, okay, I got a tank. <laughs> Those things are really cool. And they are, they're fucking cool. And the models look great, like, the models are getting better as Legion goes on, like, the, the quality of the models. The figures have always been great. The only the only problem is, like, the Droopy Spears. Yeah, the, the Royal Guard. Like, like, the Royal Guard... But that's their like only one. The thing is, though, I boiled those and then, like, yeah, you them, can straight. And I haven't had a single, like, they look great now. Like, yeah. I just had to do a little extra. You just got to be careful. You can't leave no, you can't leave nobody in your car in the middle of July. No, no, that, well, you shouldn't be doing that. With you shouldn't do that. Anyways, 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 I don't yeah. think anything holds up to that. Yeah. I don't even know forty k would. Forty k doesn't, right? Like, well, probably not. They'll melt in front of the car. So anyway, all right. So that's Legion. Next thing we're gonna talk about is our game, <laughs> the outer rim job. 
Yeah, I'm just calling it the outer rim. It's not the outer rim. It's the outer rim job. The outer rim job. They're clearly. <laughs> it's our game, right? Right. Yeah. No. They can't say job enough in their fucking articles and then not say it all in one sentence. Yeah. No. I mean, clearly it's the outer rim job. The game. And you guys, who demoed it? I have not demoed. I demoed. I, have it I demoed it with Dane and Brian. Who else was in here? Brian was there. Yeah. 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 And how'd you like it? It was really fun. It was um, fun. I liked it. It was like so you like you you kind of like build up your your ship and you get like a you know you can get like the well, you start with like shitty ships and then you can buy like a YP thirteen hundred or you know a yeah. fire spray or a bunch of the generic types of the like you know popular movie ships. Yeah. And then there's a thing you know each one has like a little quest that you have to complete to upgrade it to the unique version. So like you buy a YT-1300, you, you can turn complete this objective that turns into the Falcon that gets like a new ability. Oh, yeah. And the different ships you buy have different costs and different uh, stats and everything. Is it cooperative? No, it's fully competitive. No. Yeah. Um, so you're trying to, I don't even remember what the objective of the game was. You try, you want, you want to build up enough fame. That's what it was. You need to get to like 10, 10 fame. So it's like a victory point track, kind of, basically. Yeah. And but but you know there's a lot of different ways to get that fame. So you know you run around do jobs, get money, buy stuff, and kind of build a little loadout for your little ship and crew. And you know it, it, it's very reminiscent of the Firefly game if anybody's played that. But it's actually better. It's a lot better. You know the Firefly game has a lot of issues. There's way too many goddamn cars. Um, and this just has a little tighter you know feel to it. Yeah. Uh, it was really fun. There's and then there, oh, there, was there, the fun, big key yeah. of the game was there's this. Like, I think they called it a fate or a destiny deck or something. And there was like, I think, like, you know, like 180 cards or something in it. Oh, and had scenarios and shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then based on, so you would get a job and it would be like, okay, go to this system and then draw card 48 and resolve it. So then you would, you know, go there and do it. But so you wouldn't know what you need to do in advance. You pull it out and it would be like, okay, you're doing this and you have to roll this or use this stat or whatever. Uh, it uses X-wing dice, which is kind of weird. But uh, I love the fact that you could go and you could buy that set. You could have gold X-wing attack dice. I'm like, yeah, I was t- I was top four at worlds, no big deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just rolling the, the right job dice, yeah. But uh, it's a really fun game. I mean, it, it, you know, it's it's, yeah. I mean, it's not like super complicated. It's not. Oh no, you know, it's, it's not. It's pretty not easy. Easy. It's a yeah. pretty, it's a much lighter weight game, quicker. So I'm pretty. How many players is it? I think it was four. I may have been maybe, maybe four, up to six, but I don't think so. Four, I think it was two or four. Yeah. Okay. Because I think what we'll do, I think we have to, is like, we'll probably stream us playing it. We should do that. It's our game. Definitely. It's our game. We have to stream playing it. Yeah. And we've been getting into streaming a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to get back. It's mainly on Brian. He's the stream guy. Mm-hmm. And he's back working again, so he's like, fucking <laughs> yeah. never available for anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to try to get more of that content out for you guys. Like with different stuff, we streamed like a Legion game that we did like a test on, but we'll do our we'll do a bunch of different shit. We just gotta do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that, that uh, sorry, that means we're probably never gonna do it. <laughs> so, but we're gonna try. We'll try. We're gonna put the effort in there. We want to. We want to. We want to. Speaking of other games, we tested Adepticon. Uh, myself, Brian, and Prime uh, play tested the Lord of the Rings. Not play tested. We uh, demoed the Lord of the Rings game. Which we are going to play right after this Yeah, and I actually bought it and played it. Yeah. So it it was cool. Like, it's really fun to me. Yeah. And we're going to play it. That's why we're going to hurry up and finish this fucking episode so we can start playing it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that seems really neat. That's another thing we're playing. We're going to play. 
Uh, I thought that was cool. I don't have anything mm-hmm. really super special to say about it. It just seems like no, it's a fun yeah. game. I mean, it, from what I understand, it's a lot of mansions of madness. Um, in some part, but I've never played Mansion yeah. of Madness, so it's hard to say that. But right, it's uh, you know, it, it, it's a little bit like a, like an Imperial Assault, but it's really not. It because it, it doesn't have you know, there's no grid. Um, it's the same kind of base mechanics. Yeah, as like Imperial Assault, but there's no dice either. You know, there's that's a true. Card, it's all app based, and there's a lot of like deck building to it. Yeah. And um, yeah, totally app based. And the tiles are like Arkham Horror, where it like builds out, and like even like the spaces are like. Yeah, Arkham what's really yeah. cool is there. You know, the whole thing is just like Descent or, or Imperial Assault. It comes with a bunch of tiles, but unlike Imperial Assault and Descent, these are like all kinds of different shapes. Yeah, and they connect together because they all like it's built in like sort of hexagons. Did you track uh, on how to do it quick? Because like I remember we were we were it was, demoing, and it was like a hard time figuring out. Oh no, no, I only tracked on how to do it quick. Okay, yes. good. There's a there's a, like we were just staring at it like fuck. Where is that? No, there's a um, the number icon for like whatever the you know it's like twenty three B or something. Uh-huh. That one it sh- it shows you where exactly that is, and then you find that and line it up. Okay, okay. You're definitely building. I'll do it. Yeah, please. I, I, I got because <laughs> we had a hard time and I remember, like, <laughs> yeah. staring at it we're like I'm like yeah. drunk or fucked up. Right now, like, why? Why is yeah, it so hard? Once you do a couple games, it's no big deal. Cool. And what's cool is that it, it procedurally generates the maps. So every time you play, the, even the same mission, it's going to be totally different. Yeah, yeah. So really the guy cool. was saying at the demo, yeah. And like, even some of the things that like show up on the map, you know, like the objectives and stuff, sometimes are a little bit different. Okay. Because I played through the same mission twice, and it was a completely different. Outcome. So a lot of replayability. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Awesome. And there's only the one campaign in there now. There's another. They've one already right now. they've already announced an expansion for it. Yeah. And just from playing through it, like the amount of progression I got based on what's available, I really think that there's like a lot of game here. I don't know, and I don't want to look it up because I don't want to get spoiled on it. Right. But oh, yeah. it seems like they're, this campaign is long. Nice. Okay. Like I, I bet cool. it's at least like. 20 missions at least, and maybe significantly more. Yeah, awesome. Cool. All right, and then something else we're all getting into, but like Alpha and Brian with is Stellaris. Yeah, the PC game. Yeah, I, I haven't like I've watched the first 10 minutes of the how to play, and I still have no clue how to do it. Get on it. I've got it. It seems cool. Yeah, because it's supposed to be team. like essentially the PC version of TI four, right? Twilight Imperium four. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's a paradox interactive game. Their thing. They're into like plausible real time strategy games, grand strategy games. So they're all like super big picture things. So how much of it is like Masters of Orion? Because that was something I balls deep into. Like Masters of Orion two. It's, yeah, years ago. Me too, man. I love that shit. So if yeah. Master of Orion two was your thing, this is like the, the one of the closer things you can get to it nowadays. Okay. There are a few other uh, similar games out now. Um, Endless Space two is another one. Galactic Civilizations three is another one. Those are both. Um, turn based, but Solaris is possible real time. Paradox, the company that makes it, they're more into like historical games. So they've got Crusader Kings 2, which is like a medieval type game. I saw that pop up. They've got, yeah. um, they've got uh, Europa Universalis 4, which is like a Middle Ages type game. They've got Hearts of Iron 4, which is a World War 2 game. I've heard that's very good. Like, I was going to get it, but I've also heard it's like really complicated. Yeah, it is. So yeah. Solaris yeah. is their first kind of like fantasy game 
Um, and it, it's pretty cool. Um, there's a lot to it. Like personally, I, I don't like to get too wrapped up into the mechanics because if you do, you'll drag yourself insane. There's just a lot of math and numbers and everything. I just like, I just kind of get into the theme of it and I just kind of do my thing and play through it. Is yeah. there a lot of combat in it? There can be. Okay. You can kind of be like a peaceful turtle, like federation builder, or you can be, uh, you can be a fanatical purifier that can't have diplomatic relations with anybody and you're constantly at war. So, so, so like, it, it, it sounds like, really like a good game version of Jack Four. Yeah, it's it's really well. No, there aren't even factions. You build your own race. Oh, that's like, right. I did see that. You build your own like with with your own like traits and stuff. So it's really cool. It's, it's really like a sandbox game. You can make whatever you want out of it. Um, so it's pretty neat and uh, it's, it it suits us like. Uh, Hardcore miniatures nerds pretty well because it's it's really kind of a, it's a niche game it's a hardcore type thing for for people who are into big complicated things so yeah <laughs> so, I mean I'm looking forward to trying it out like apparently yeah. we're going to play it for multiplayer like okay so how long does this game take to play a long time I was going to say can you actually sit down and play a whole multiplayer game can you like pause and save the game and go back yeah, and yeah, go back and play save it but. I don't know. Is I this probably, like Civilization where you can like sort of play it over email or like each no, person takes a turn? It's real time. Okay. Um, so are, are, yeah. we, are we going to have like a LAN party at Dane, at DaneCon 2? Yeah, we're going to need to have a LAN party. But yeah, <laughs> I, I would say the game is probably, it, it would probably I mean, take about 10 hours. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. That's, that's like playing TI4. <laughs> so, so, it's know, like two know. games in TI4. Like so yeah, like about one and a half. You need yeah. apple sessions with this one probably. But the nice thing about yeah, it is if we can break it up. up, right? I mean, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For an hour a night, you know. Yeah. Is that possible to do that? Just play it for a couple yeah. hours a night and save yeah, it. And you go back. It and you save it. So we could maybe do right. that, like play like Wednesday from eight to nine. Yes, for set for twelve weeks. That's the thing you can do. <laughs> you know, it feels like one of those games that we're gonna say eight to nine. Next thing you know, it's like three in the morning. <laughs> like, Fuck, we gotta stop. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I've been doing with my brother. I've got a game going with him right now, and he's in Hawaii, so he's he's got a six hour time difference from me, and it's like, oh, fuck. fuck, it's four a.m. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, where can they find us, Matt? For stuff. We got like a Facebook page. We have yeah, Facebook we do have a page. Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. so search uh, ORJ Podcast. Yeah, or uh, yeah. ORJ Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email or send us a message on Facebook. And it's probably easier to send us a message through Facebook. We'll see that quick. No, I always find emails right away. I see them right away. They come right to my phone. Never mind, Dane sees it right away. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever looked at that email. Oh, yeah, I check it all the time. Okay, good. Never mind. Email Dane. Dane will talk to you. Yeah, I'll talk to you. <laughs> hey, and if you have something you want us to talk about, or you have questions or something, let us know. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, or we'll consider it. Yeah, we'll, we'll right. sign. <laughs> if it's a good idea, we'll talk about yeah. it. Okay. If it's stupid, we're going to just, just pretend you didn't send it. Or if it's a month from now and FFU still hasn't released any news and we have nothing else to talk about, we'll talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, good call. This is a really good time to get your topic on, on the show. That's true. It's a good opportunity. Take it while it's there. Yep. Hi, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in with us, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. It's been a hard day. Sleeping
Feel alright. 